This is the New York Times Audio Digest for Friday, October 10, 2008. In today's front-page headlines, global approach weighed in crisis, keeping an eye on crime as the economy sinks, and sell-off continues as investors see a deep recession. In this morning's business headlines, the Dow was down sharply again yesterday, 678.91 points. The Nasdaq followed down 95. Insurers are joining the banking giants on the hot seat. Lawmakers weigh a plan to aid cities and states, and U.S. auto shares plunge on a grim sales forecast. There'll be more business stories ahead, as well as more national and international news, the latest from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This morning's top story is titled Global Approach Weighed in Crisis, reported by Mark Landler and Edmund L. Andrews from Washington. The United States and Britain appear to be converging on a similar blueprint for stemming the financial chaos sweeping the world, one day before a meeting of leaders that the White House hopes will result in a more coordinated response. The British and U.S. plans have common elements, injecting money into banks in return for ownership stakes and guaranteeing repayment of loans. Both remedies will be center stage on Saturday when President Bush meets with finance ministers from the world's richest countries at the White House. Bush's invitation to finance ministers from Britain, Italy, Germany, France, Canada, and Japan came on a day of frenzied phone calls and letters between European leaders and with Washington as they struggled to fashion a coordinated response to the ailing global banking system. As this thing has spread, the opportunities for cooperation have risen, said David H. McCormick, the Undersecretary of the Treasury for International Affairs. We need to promote and highlight these common areas. With credit markets still frozen and stock markets in a deep swoon, there's a growing consensus that the crisis is now so fast-moving and harmful to the global economy that it demands an unprecedented degree of worldwide coordination. The Treasury's openness to direct infusions of cash is a remarkable change in tone from a few weeks ago when Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson and the Chairman of the Federal Reserve Ben Bernanke discouraged it in their testimony before Congress. Putting capital in institutions is about failure, Paulson declared on September 23rd. This is about success. Treasury officials, however, said the emphasis changed in the last week, largely because stock markets kept spiraling down. Prime Minister Gordon Brown of Britain made the case in a letter Thursday to President Nicolas Sarkozy of France for another option gaining favor among economists, guaranteeing short- and medium-term loans between banks. By persuading banks to resume lending to each other, Britain's plan aims to shake loose the paralyzed credit market. Administration officials are discussing aspects of the British proposal but said different economies have different rules that complicated a single joint action. One senior administration official argued that expecting an agreement on proposals like Brown's would be irrationally raising expectations. Still, recapitalizing the banks and jump-starting their lending are at the top of the list of remedies that many economists are now suggesting. By acting in concert, countries can maximize the punch of their actions, these experts said, while avoiding distortions that occur when countries go different ways. At a minimum, you want to curtail damage, said Carmen Reinhardt, a professor of economics at the University of Maryland. You don't want the beggar thy neighbor policies that characterized the Great Depression. 